Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Colossians three twelve through fourteen, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness, of mind, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all things, and above all these things. Put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Today I'm speaking on bitterness and anger and basically showing love and mercy in such an angry and bitter world. Nowadays we see so much forgiveness, I mean so much unforgiveness, people holding grudges, they're bitter, they're angry, and I mean all of these things, that we're saying they go hand in hand. I know I spoke on forgiveness earlier in a different message, but I believe that God really wants us to get into our hearts and to and to get forgiveness into our hearts and to understand his love and to release all the bitterness and anger that we have and to begin to love one another. If you look at our world, everyone seems angry. People are fighting against one another. Brothers are hating brothers. Sisters are hating each other. Um, Friendships are broken apart. And children are killing parents and their friends and their teachers. And cultures are killing one another. And it seems that everyone is just bitter and unforgiving. They're they're hating. They're full of hate. Um, This is just the chaos that we see in our society, and I believe that this exact chaos, the enemy, Satan, wants us to do, he wants to use this to defeat us as a people. He wants us to live miserably and without love and compassion for one another. And Scripture tells us in Proverbs 10 and 12 that hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sin. And then another scripture, Proverbs 12 and 16, a fool's wrath is known at once, but a prudent man covers shame. Anger seems to be basically on the cleft of man's shoulders today. Something small could happen, like 
maybe someone cutting you off in traffic or on the highway or someone bumping into you in the store or in the supermarket and all we pour out all this bitterness and hateful comments and we give hateful hand gestures out the car window or maybe just walking down the street, you know, because maybe someone looked at us the wrong way. Um, but scriptures in the Bible, such as Proverbs 15 and 1, it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Continuing Proverbs 19 and 11, the discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and it is to his glory to overlook transgression. How can we show the righteousness of God through bitterness and hate? Do we think that we can create change this way? I mean, we uh, and we see in the news and politics and um, even, you know, just kind of in our everyday lives, we want things to change, but it's not going to happen. It will just extend to more hate, more bitterness, more quarrels. Even when joking, people say things that are hurtful, and then they turn around and say, oh, I'm just kidding. Matthew 12, I mean, sorry, Matthew 15, 18 through 19 says, but, oh, okay, sorry. But those things which proceed out of the mouth, oh, I'm, I'm, okay. out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Um, I think I'm yeah, and blasphemies. And so we just have to kind of watch what we say. Another thing the Bible speaks about is vengeance or tit-for-tat, Proverbs 24 through 29. I'm just going to go to where I have that written down. Um, Do not say I will do to him just as he has done to me. I will render to a man according to his work. Okay, so certain things we do not have to worry about. If someone has wronged us, give I believe that we need to give that to God. Why hold it in your heart and want to seek out vengeance? Let God fix the situation. Too many Christians today, even ministers, lay people, you know, in anger, we say things out of order. We People curse. They want to throw up their fists and fight. And every curse word you could think of comes out of their mouths and their and. You know, you hear these people say, oh, well, I'm a Christian, but, you know, they're saying these vulgar things and because of their anger and bitterness and say, well, this person wronged me, but how does this reflect the righteousness of Christ? James 1, 19 through 20. Okay, that says, wherefore, my brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. James one twenty six. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. 
And in the New Living Translation, it says, if you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. And that, that right there says a mouthful because we are to reflect the kingdom of God in all things that we do. Two scriptures that kind of say the same thing, Colossians 3 and 8 and then First Peter 5 and 8. Colossians 3 and 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. First Peter 5 and 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So Satan really wants us to just really destroy ourselves, and he doesn't want us to be a witness for the kingdom of God. And so he... Things will present themselves and make cause us to be very angry and bitter. And then that kind of just builds up inside of us, and, and God does not want that for us. Okay, um, just continuing in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, it says, okay, if you just bear with me. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Now, that right there is a mouthful also, because as Christians, we are to be an epitome of God's love in a hateful society, and that may be difficult, and it's, like we say, it's easier said than done. However, if God can forgive us, a rebellious people, how much more can we, as his children, reflect his love and forgiveness and mercy to others? I was um, in a church service one time where a woman, she talked about how she had to go back to her country um, and so I remember she left and she went back and her father had passed away. He was killed by someone. And so she went back to her country, not just, I guess, for her father's services, but while she was there, she confronted the man that um, had killed her father and not confronted him in a negative way, but what she did was she went and she told him that she forgave him and she prayed with him and she even prayed the prayer of salvation with him. And I remember thinking, man, wow, um, how awesome is that? I mean, how many of us will be able to do this? Would I be able to do this if someone killed, my, you know, one of my parents? And um, in the book I was reading about women that were raped and tortured overseas for their faith, and their families were killed, and their children killed, and some, and their husbands killed. I mean, they had really gone through a tough time. And I was reading in this book, and it talked about how even though these women had to go through these horrific things where they were tortured and raped, and even their children raped and killed, that they prayed for their captors. They prayed that God would touch their hearts. They prayed that you know, for their captor's forgiveness. And I said, man, 
you know, that is showing ultimate mercy and compassion. And and even in the book it said that there were times when they, like, hate started to build up inside of them, and then they would begin to pray and be, and ask God to help them and to to give help them to forgive those people who were hurting them and their families. And the thing is, if we were in the same situation, would we be able to reflect God's love and not be bitter and not be hateful? And I, I you know, I'm thinking that many of us, we would not be able to do this. And I think the only way that we can do this is through a heart of prayer, a humble heart before God, God, a heart that wants God to change us, you know, because that's where it begins. You know, when we, if there's bitterness and hate and anger, we have to change first. We have to ask God for his forgiveness, you know, and we have to ask God to change our hearts that we might be able to show love we are holding a grudge. We must first pray for for the person. Um, as I studied scripture in Matthew eighteen through fifteen, it says, and I'm and I and I have posted um, Matthew chapter eighteen fifteen, I believe through through um, if I no. I think I have oh no, I have Matthew eighteen, sixteen through seventeen and as well as fifteen. But in this scripture it it says and I'll get that one. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. And then it continues, but if he will not hear you, Take with you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if, it, but if he refuses even to hear the church, let him, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. And I kind of researched that with some more other scriptures. And it wasn't, it was, I believe that it was saying, that maybe when when they we go to our brethren and we talk to them and how tell them you know how we they're hurt so that we can get it right, but if they don't accept it, then we just stay away from that person. But it doesn't mean that we hold a bitterness or a grudge against them, you know, if they don't res- accept responsibility as to how they hurt us. So we we can leave them alone, but we still pray for them that God would change their hearts. And I believe God wants us to show his goodness and love in all situations, even the tough ones. I believe that God fights our battles and we must allow him to do so and trust and believe that he will fight those battles and he will settle our conflicts. Yes, we are human, but the Holy Spirit is what guides us, gives us strength and and directions and matters where we want to be angry you know, in, in times when, you know, we feel like that we want to curse and hate and fight, but God says give it all to him and release what bitterness you have inside. See how much better that we you will feel, how much more free you will feel when we begin to release that bitterness, release that anger, release that hate, and allow God to 
to deal with us and to deal with the situation that we're in. Um, you know, God, he's always faithful. He's always just to to help us in all things that we need. And we just have to continue to trust him and to believe on him in all things, you know, even in the tough situations where people have hurt us. And this, I just want to pray and um, really just really base it on Philippians chapter 4 um, and chapter 4, verse 5 through 8. So, Lord, I just want to thank you, and I just want to thank you in all things. I want to thank you for your goodness and your mercy, first of all, and thank you for all those who are listening. But I just want to ask, Lord, that if anyone is holding any bitterness and any anger or any hatred, Lord, please help that person. Help them to be at peace. Help them to release the bitterness that they have and and the anger, Lord. And, you know, and whatever they're going through or whatever or whoever they're angry with, Lord, I pray that you just begin to put a, to begin to put gentleness in their heart, that they would know your word and your love and your compassion in their heart, Lord. And teach, you know, as your scripture says, Lord, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through, through Christ Jesus. And even in your scriptures, continue to say, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And so, Lord, help us to meditate on these good things, Lord, instead of on the things that might be hurtful and and cause us to have hate in our hearts so that we would be a people of compassion and mercy and a people that show your love to all, Lord, and I just thank you. I thank you for your grace. And, Lord, as we, as the nighttime continues, let everyone have a peaceful night, restful dreams, Lord, that they will wake up, you know, ready for their work day in the morning and be strengthened, Lord, and that, um, you know, that they would be examples to all those around them of your love and mercy. And I just want to thank you and give you the glory and the praise, Lord, for your amazing grace, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.